Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. And welcome to Dice Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, if love is the fifth element, what should I expect to see on that elemental plane? Oh, man. Well, it's not, first of all. Love is not an element, nor could it ever well, be. No, 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 no. It's... Like, it's clearly established in uh, the movie um, The yeah. Fifth Element that the mm-hmm. fifth element is love. That's not true. Well, it is, because the fucking movie's about that. They made a whole movie about it. It's called Is the that what the fucking movie's about? Yeah. I've seen that movie like three times <laughs> and I've never paid attention once. <laughs> that's like, what okay. that fucking movie's about? Yeah, like there's a whole... Damn, that's crazy. Oh okay, my anyway. God. Love is wait, a wait, fifth Wait, Captain Planet has that as an element too, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, so we have a firmly established by now. We have firmly established that love is the fifth element. Uh-huh. What, ha- what happens when you go to the plane of love? What are you going to see there? I think that uh, when you go to the plane of love, um, it's full of dogs, because I love dogs. And dogs love you. Okay. They're the most loving things, and I think that the inhabitants of that plane would be dogs. Okay. So... And I'm right. You know, I think I could, I think I could uh, accept that. I feel dogs are pretty full of love. You're the most loving animals, honestly. Okay, we're, we're each going to contribute one thing that would be in the love plane. Um, what, my answer's not fucking you... good enough for you? Well, no, well, there's more than just dogs. There's, it's a whole ecosystem, you know? Yeah, I'm fucking sure there is. Um, so, Dave, KK, do either of you have any ideas what might be in uh, the plane of love? I think that what would be there is what we could only describe as true love. A.K.A. The Omegaverse. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, stop. Cut that out. We're not putting that on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Are you proud of yourself? Yeah. I'm not. Hey, kid, you have a better answer? (laughs) Please, anything is better. Uh... Bring us home, KK. (laughs) 
whatever you love right now? You know what? That is a really poetic answer. Because it is subjective? And dogs wasn't? Well, no, dogs is like, a, it's a good answer because everyone loves dogs, but I think just, yeah, it is subjective, so it will be whatever. I fucking love dogs right now, That's, so. That is nice. Anyway, my answer is love elementals. They are uh, 11th level uh, outsiders. Um, they come in elder, they come in uh, lesser. Um, they probably have an aura of some type. And uh, this bit is ending. Let's go. I think your answer fucking sucked. Let's move on. <laughs> as long as they don't look like baby, naked baby cupids, I. Oh I, no! Don't do that. Don't do that. You are not allowed. I was kind of envisioning them being just like, like water elementals, except made of little love hearts. Okay, good. Oh, I like that. Okay, good. <laughs> but I do kind of, there probably would be cupids as well. Let's be real. Oh, no. Man. Do cupids exist in Pathfinder? Give me a second. No, they don't because Cupid, I won't allow them to. Pathfinder. They don't. Good. That's really interesting. Cupid's stupid to begin with. The closest creature is apparently the Cassian, which is literally a helmet with wings. Good. That one's better. There's no fucking reason for Cupid to be a shitty little baby. There's no reason. He should be a grown man. Okay. Well, I guess Ritz is having a temper tantrum over some kind of Greek myth. Anyway. How dare you? You know what? You can put my feelings in a box and you can stick it in the little closet, but you know what? It's still there and it still exists, okay? Ritz, I don't think you've ever really been in the closet. (sighs) Let's start. Let's start. <laughs> okay. Um, would we like to play some Pathfinder? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, previously an extinction curse. Um, you guys were fighting a big, scary nightmare fairy creature, and it was like, wooga, wooga, wooga. And then you guys were like, and it was like, ah! And it ran away, and Volley was like, I don't fucking think so, and you killed it. Um, Mercilessly. You- which is a great sum up of a fight. I should get the account. Did you say award. mercy? Did you say mercy kill? I said mercilessly. Okay, I was about to say that was the complete opposite of a mercy kill. <laughs> a merciless it was kill. a mercy for other people who that weren't that thing. Um, you guys uh, discussed a little bit with Bularu, the dead singer, uh, Shuni Gravedigger. My love. Who essentially kind of uh, told you that he would love to join your circus and bring his cool uh, firefly music act with him. However, he wants to uh, be sure that these refugees from uh, the recent incursion of the Whispering Tyrant um, can get somewhere safely. And unfortunately, traveling on the road isn't really that safe. Um, And they would really like for you to bring them to Carrick at some point, uh, where they can either emigrate to the rest of the inner sea, uh, easier than they certainly could in Absalom of all places, or they could stay there and get some jobs, you know, as boat workers and stuff. Um, because Caston Lee is kind of full up. It's not that big a town. You guys were like, cool. And then it was like, also, I know a cool tower. And you're like, oh, tower. Uh, <laughs> and he, he told you about it. And it sounds suspiciously like the exact kind of tower you're looking for. Apparently, uh, this Aeon Tower was once used as a fortress for uh, dwarves who are t- going to attack Absalom and maybe take the Star Stone. And maybe, you know, become living gods. Didn't work out for them. But they apparently had these moving statues, and you're like, whoa, moving statues. I hope I hope those aren't golems, because we hate gil- golems. And he was like, well, I'm going to be vague. And you were walking along, and what did you see on the way? Not a golem, but in fact, a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. 
And it was the best fight in all of Pathfinder, because Tyrannosaurus is the coolest creature to have ever existed. It has a bite force, which can crush an entire car in a single bite. Um, it has to eat the equivalent of 40 uh, barrels of hamburgers every day. So then we um, killed it uh, in cold blood. Yeah, you did do that. And that's where we are now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, would we like to hop in? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <clears throat> fellas, you guys kind of pull to a stop on your wagons and look up at what is now sitting before you. As you kind of come to a stop, you see it. The crumbling pyramid of the Life Root Stone. Here stands the Life Root Stone, one of the ancient towers built by Aradin. And it is obvious that um, the centuries which has stood here, it has not stood undisturbed. It kind of separates into two tiers of pyramid, uh, and the upper tier has collapsed in on itself. There is just a huge crater on the top. But unlike the uh, Wellspring Tower, where the light was flickering, and unlike even uh, the Aaron Tower back in on the Isle of Aaron, this orb seems perfectly healthy. And so you're all kind of standing there looking up at it. And I think it's at that point that you guys all notice something else. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stomping. And you see that there is something coming into view from the other side of the place. Uh oh. And wouldn't she credit it? It's a statue. <gasps> oh, hello. Hell yeah. Hi. Um, oh my goodness. It superficially resembles the statue of David. As about to say. Wearing like <laughs> wearing l- loose robes of stone, which aren't actually loose because it is in fact made of stone. Um, chips on its body, like part of its shoulders, like broken off. Um, part of the hair reveals the stone underneath. Its nose is chipped, kind of like Alice Sphinx. And it is slowly making its way around the perimeter of the tower. And as it turns the corner, you see a second one on the other side. Ooh. And you can see it slowly but surely these two giant stone creatures um, appear to be... What's the word? Guarding? I guess patrolling in a rotation. Mm. So you're going to need to figure out how to get past these if you want to um, get up to the tower itself. The tower itself, like I said, is a big pyramid, but um, the door seems to have... Like, there is a door, I will say. Um, it goes up a long, sta- like, staircase, which is built into the tower. Um, there are two platforms on either side of this, uh, like, on either side of the front. There are staircases leading up and then winding into the tower, like I said. But you can see movement on one of the platforms where uh, this staircase is leading up. Mm-hmm. So you get the feeling that they may be guarded. I imagine that they're, like, Comically hiding behind some bushes. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's you, <laughs> it's uh, Boogaloo, it's the tree slurks, you're all Scooby-Doo poking out your head from the bushes. Volio looks at these two hunks of men and he's like, Mmm, well, mm. the Ernstone looks healthy and that looks like an OSHA violation, so I don't know about this one, gang. <laughs> I- <laughs> Sorry. Ariari looks at Volio and is like, 
Well, we can't just leave. We don't know for sure. Why not? Nothing seems wrong. Part of what your job is, to remind you, is literally to absorb the power of these stones. So you can reignite even the sick ones. Relative volume doesn't know that. Ryari's like, aren't we supposed to go to all of them even if they're healthy? Like, get their power and all that mystical shit? I mean, I guess, but... Well, I mean, I guess it literally is. Also, we saw some Zolgath here with a goddamn T-Rex. There's a chance that they could have outsmarted the stone men. Listen, their their leader seemed actually intelligent. There's a chance that they got flattened underneath that thing's fucking foot, my guy. I wouldn't give them that much credit. He, like, throws his hands up. Bluer kind of coughs and is like, You know, I reckon I'm going to stay here, actually, if you don't mind. Oh, do not worry. No one is forcing you to There's not going to be, like... There's not going to be, like, more dinosaurs, are there? I don't no. know. You stay here like a good little boy, and he, like, he starts fucking scratching the back of his head. Uh. And you stay safe here behind the bush uh, with your little friends. Uh, and we go in there, and you stay safe. Yes. No worries. He kind of nods a little bit sheepishly, and he takes a look at these marching creatures, and he kind of ducks away a little bit. And uh, you guys are now facing this tower, which is being patrolled. Hmm. What what kind of stone does it look like they're made out of? Well, if you would like, you guys can all roll an arcana or crafting check to try to figure out what these things actually are. Crafting, bitch. Fuck, I rolled on that one. <laughs> 21. Those are actually Stop. petrified vampires. Oh my god. It's because of the sunlight. The phone is being overrun. I almost rolled a nat 20, and that would have been so <laughs> sexy, but instead I rolled an 8, because I have no modifier. Those are vampires. They are petrified in the sunlight. Alright. <laughs> mm-hmm. These vampires look very dangerous. Uh, plus 10, 18. Those are vampires. They are petrified in the sunlight. <laughs> Unfortunately, you've all crit failed, and you're all pretty sure these might actually be vampires. Hmm. Well, do you have any garlic? No, I don't. No, keep gar- I don't keep garlic on me. How the fuck are we supposed to get? Okay. Hmm. We need to think of a plan. They're petrified, though. How would they be moving? As the vampires, vampires can do fucked up shit. I don't know. One day you're going to meet a fucking vampire and you're going to fucking lose it. <laughs> well, here. So they're just rotating around. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's two of them. Yes. Which means that at any point in time, this area is going to be cleared out because they're going the entire circumference of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. So we just wait until they go. <laughs> We're behind bushes. We could time it, yes. They don't have eyes in the back of their heads. No, uh, I would probably wait until they round the corner, though, just in case. Cause... What you know is that, um, what you can tell from watching is that anytime one is going around the corner, another one will be coming around the other one, so you'll need to be fast. Mm-hmm. That or you distract them. You can always make a distraction if you need. Hey, Yes. Do you think stone would get slippery? 
I mean, it literally can get slippery. Yes, it absolutely can get slippery. I cast grease on the fucking statues. So evil to them. You'd need to rage. <laughs> That's fine. But you could certainly give it a try if you want to, like, cast grease. Like, you can tell which way they're going. They have worn themselves apart by now. Mm-hmm. You could totally cast Grease and make one slip up. That's definitely what he's going to do. So Volio starts raging. Okay. And I like to think that he's like giggling, but he's trying so fucking hard to contain it so they don't hear him. Okay. It's like that laugh you do when you're not supposed to be laughing. Uh, And he casts Grease. Okay. Uh, What is the range on Grease? 30 feet. Okay. So you would unfortunately need to be very close to the thing that you're casting on. Hmm. Okay, then you want- when mm-hmm. here's, here, here's, here's, here's what he does. Here's what happens. Uh, okay. One one passes, and right as it passes, when it's no longer like, like I'm not, like, he's, n- duh, how do I describe this? Right, like as he passes, Folio like goes behind him so he can't see him and he casts Grease for the next one. Okay, so like on the path, like you're going to cast it for the guy who's coming next? Yeah, and then he runs back to Bush. Okay. Um, I'm gonna need you to make a stealth check. Okay. It's like running on the whole time. He's like, <laughs> that's a twenty-seven. You're fucking kidding me! Is that the DC? It is. Their fucking perception is seventeen. I was like, okay, so their decept- their perception DC. He has to get a twenty-seven. <laughs> and what did you roll, so Rick? Twenty-seven. Sure. Okay. Volio. You quickly do this, mm-hmm. and you you duck back, and you watch snickering from behind the bush as the next thing starts walking true, mm-hmm. starts walking, mm-hmm. and steps on the slime, and continues walking. Fuck. I will let you now make a crafting check again to figure out what this thing is. <laughs> 25. I will let you do it with a lower DC... Volio, you know what this thing is, and you're not happy about it. What is it? It's a fucking golem. Can golems oh, not slip? Oh, they're like immune to most magic or something, right? Yes. Golems, you are aware, have anti-magic. Um, this so particular fuck. golem is a stone golem. Uh, slow and steady constructs carved from marble or granite, uh, usually made to serve as works of art when they rest. Uh, which makes sense. These guys are fucking gorgeous. They're like 15 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And um, what I will give you is that you know that these guys don't like cold and water. That's mm. the magic that they're weak to. So unfortunately, your little um, your little splish splash of slime does fucking nothing to them. He puts his his he puts his hand to his forehead and he's like, oh. <laughs> And I thought I was so clever. I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry, Volio. Do you have any uh, water or uh, cold things? That may fuck him up. Oh. Uh... Yes, actually. Oh. Shocking revelation that they're not vampires. But Ariata, you say you have colder water stuff? Yeah. Where'd you go? Well, if they can't slip on grease, they could probably slip on water. Oh, stone when wet is really slippery. (laughs) Mm hmm. What are you casting? She is going to be using her uh, focus spell 
for control water. Okay. Um, so, Ariatu, you kind of inhale and exhale and start using the reflection of water deep inside you, and uh, the magic from the previous Aeon Orb uh, lights up, and you raise your hands, and the moisture from the air starts to con- uh, follow your command. Uh, how are you doing this? Control water has a pretty big range. You can't really use it to attack, but you can use it to, like, create a water hazard, as it were. So how are you? what are you doing? What is the plan here? Your range is 500 feet, and the area is 50 feet long and 50 feet wide. I think she's going to make a whirlpool. Okay, cool. Um, and where are you going to drop that down? Uh, well, this man's already passed. This man over here is already passing, and mm-hmm. he's going to go around the corner. So she is going to do it on the south side. Okay. Where the next golem is going to appear. Okay, 100%. Um, so, Ariatu, you quickly kind of throw your hands together and start uh, moving some, like, the water together. And suddenly, a big old, like, uh, like, it's not a puddle, necessarily, but it is a uh, big old, like, whirlpool coming out of puddle, as it were. And you make that rise up from the earth. And suddenly, uh, it is appearing in the middle of the little uh, ridge that these guys have made. And you see the stone golem coming by and stop and stare at this water pretty frustratedly. And it looks around pretty annoyed by this. <laughs> and it turns and starts walking the other direction because it can't pass through that water, which buys oh you an extremely valuable amount of time. Is it going to collide? Do you think still kiss? Start running! Oh, okay, yes. Uh, so are you guys going to run up to that platform that uh, has a stairway up into the tower? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone, run! You start charging, and as you are charging, you smell it before you see it. Uh-oh. Zulgat. Oh, yummy. As you're charging up the stairs, you see them indeed. But that is unusual. Mm-hmm. There are two Zulgat. Um, they look like the skirmishers that you've seen before a couple of times now, the ones with the swords and spears. Mm-hmm. And that's all That's all well and good. However, accompanying them is another Zulgat who is uh, beyond bizarre because he looks like he's partially made of stone. What the fuck? Let me describe this dude for you. He is a big boy, a big, big boy. Um, uh, not like size large or anything. I'm talking like he's chunky. He's got some tongue to him, you know. Um, but coming out of his back instead of scales, you see um, stone coming through, growing out from their face, from their back. Um, instead of like those ridges that you've gotten used to seeing on the backs of Zulgat, you're now seeing like actual miniature mountains. Um, and he's got like a little staff. And he stares at you angrily and points and shouts something in Undercommon, which um, Volio, you quickly understand to be like, intruders, which is, oh, that's that's what you are. Um, oh, we've been caught. Oh, dear. But there's something else as well up there, which Ariato, when you see you're not happy, you immediately recognize another clay golem. <sighs> you know, yeah. like the one that punched you in the gut that one time and then you had a dent in you for a while. 
That was unpleasant for everyone. Don't go near this thing if you can help it. This one is not like the others. This looks like a giant dwarf. Cool. Um, and you remember, oh yeah, something something living statues. Uh, why are they all awake? Why are they friends with the Zulgat? What is going on? Huh? And everyone, as these guys are pointing down at you, you've bought yourself time, so you're going to need to be fast, but you do know that these other stone golems will make their way around eventually. Um, mm-hmm. So everyone, I would like you all to roll initiative to uh, speed run against this clay golem, these uh, nasty boys who got, and their boss, who is weird. All right. Uh, Ariado is going to battle cry with intimidation for this. Okay. 33. Very nice. 29. And Royari, I think I can assume what you're going to do. I'm going to stand there and I'll look pretty. <laughs> you certainly will, young man. Okay, so top of the order is Ariato. Ariato, you are screaming and shouting at someone very loudly. Um, who are you targeting with your nasty girl roar? The boss. The Okay, this uh, dude here. And you got mm-hmm. a 33? Mm-hmm. You'll be happy to know that that is a success. Um, as you roar, this guy kind of flinches a little bit and kind of takes a step back, letting the others run forward. Uh, because he's not going to deal with that shit. Thank you very much. Um, you have three actions. What do you do? This guy is intimidated. There's a giant fucking golem, which you know from the past doesn't like water, you're pretty sure, which is very nice. Uh, but you also know that he dislikes cold, and if you remember correctly, he's pretty okay with acid and earth. Also, be careful with him punching you. You remember that one. Uh, yeah, she's gonna control water and, uh, make a geyser under this guy. Okay, cool. Um, sure. Uh, I'm gonna, in that case, he's gonna make a, I think this would be a reflex save. Mm -hmm. That's not good. Hey, how's a 22 sound? Uh, failed. <laughs> yeah, this guy, you know, Reflex is not necessarily the uh, best friend of uh, Clay Golem. Ariato, you quickly call upon your uh, your water powers again, and very quickly, it does explode from beneath him. And that's going to do 5d10 damage off the bat. That's going to be 26 fucking damage. Ooh. And immediately there is, like, a pool of water which is kind of uh, on the ground now in front of him. Uh, so he's going to need to step back from that, otherwise he's going to keep taking damage. And wouldn't you look at that, Ariato, the place you've positioned him, which is underneath him, is right in front of the stairs. So he can't actually get past that. Unless he, like, walks through it like a madman, which, you know, would be dumb. But you see the, the hardened clay on this, like, boxy giant dwarf? Uh, start to soften, and he steps back and lets out like a low roar, and he clearly didn't like that. You got one action left. What do you do? Shield. Yeah, good call. <laughs> um, Volio, it is your turn. There is a big, scary uh, clay golem. There are two not really that scary dudes, and there is a uh, a guy who's made of part Zulgat part stone. Your worst nightmare. What do you do? I don't know if that's his worst nightmare. But, so there's water covering the stairs. Yes. That's cool. Um, yes. Folio. How long can rage last? 
Uh, it lasts for a minute, I think. Um, okay, and then you can't rage again for ten minutes. Uh, yeah. It has not been ten minutes. <laughs> so, Wooly is going to sprout his sexy little wings. Okay. Uh, and fly on up here. Okay. And he's going to attack this guy. Okay, Just regularly. Cool. The Stone Leech? Yeah. Uh, the guy with the stone scales? Yeah, that guy. Okay, go for it. Hit his ass. <laughs> That's a 38. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not um, even raging. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a fucking crit. <laughs> okay, well, that's uh, 48 damage. A 48? Yeah. Oh or my that'd be god. 44. Does the additional damage get doubled also? From your mall? No, you wrote me a d12 there. Nine. Holy shit. So, uh, you did 49 hit damage in one blow, huh? Yeah. Sexy, right? Okay, cool. Um, Volio, you fly up to this dude and you, like, slam him across the face. And you see, like, some of his teeth, like, fly out from his uh, maw and he lets out, Bleh! as he kind of, like, stumbles back, clutching his face. Um, he is in... Ooh, he is not doing well. I need you to make me a fortitude save because stinky, stinky smell, but we know what's going to happen. 25? That was a close one. Is it that just was a so close. success? Volio, you inhale it and you're like, oh, I don't really like that smell, but I don't dislike it either. So you keep doing your thing. Easy here, point. Oh my god. <laughs> you're insane. You're an insane person. I. What is going on? Yes, Ritz, if you'd like to use a hero Damn point. It. 28. Okay, I'm not going to make you use it for that. <laughs> <laughs> that being left in, but I'm not making you use it. Oh, well, you know, it's it's just not. It. This smell is it's just not, not the same anymore. You. I'm giving it's you a hero point same. back. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, is that your turn? It just yeah, it just doesn't hit the same way anymore, does it? Oh, uh, you know, it does it's hit the same way. What? The clear golem that's right beside you. Oh shit. <laughs> Um, yeah. It's gonna fucking deck you. That's a 42 to hit. Go fuck yourself. Oh my god! A 42? Yeah. Yeah, bitch, that's a crit. What? Take 60 damage. <laughs> As, Volley, what happens is you slam this guy, and you're like, haha! Mm, don't like that stuff. <laughs> As he punches you hard on the fucking face. Make me a fortitude save. Oof. Hmm, 22. Volio? Maybe I should use the hero point there, shouldn't I? You might want to, I'll be real. You know how bad these curses are. 35. Much better. Much better. Volio, tell me how this happens. How do you not get your face frozen into a dent by this thing? Can he bite his fucking hand? Hmm? He bite his hand. Can he just bite it? Can he, can he just, well, like, describe this for me. swallow describe his it. fist? Describe this for me. He's punching you hardcore in the face, and your face is about to get frozen like that, with a ripple going through it. How do you stop that? Uh, Volio simply opens his mouth, and there's nothing to punch in there. It's just empty space. What? You know what? 
I think the idea of Volio turning and still getting crit, but just swallowing a fucking fist is really scary. So I think he forgets to activate the curse. The golem pauses and pulls back a little bit in horror. Okay, um, good. It is... It is then going to try to punch you again with its other fist. Uh, that one is going to be a 28 to hit. He didn't learn his lesson. Yeah, that hits. Uh, that is going to be 19 bludgeoning damage as he smacks you good. Mm-hmm. That is going to be another 40 save, please. 39. Go fuck yourself. That's a nat 20. Yeah, the second time he punches you, your body doesn't even ripple. He is too horrified by what you are capable of. <laughs> Um, last crying. punch, that is going to be a 31. Yeah, that's that hits. That's another 20 bludgeoning damage. Uh, how much fucking damage did he do to you just? I think that's 99 damage in one turn. Uh, yeah, that's 99 damage. Holy shit. Fucked oh, up. but in his fucking hubris, he didn't step out of the whirlpool. He didn't, dumbass. He actually looks down and he lets out a grunt of horror as he's starting to melt into it. Um, that's going to be another 5d10 uh, damage. KK, do you want to do the honors? Do you want to roll that? 5d10. <clears throat> 40 damage. What the fuck? Jesus. How are you doing this, KK? Uh -huh. Genuinely. The power of lesbianism. On, on a roll where the max damage... The max damage is 50. You got 40. My god. Yeah, this guy's starting to melt into this a little bit, and he lets out a distressed roar. That's what he gets for being so attack-minded. Um, it is the uh, Rocky Zulgat's turn. Um, and it lets out a snarl at you, Volio, and it kind of wipes its mouth. And in Undercoming, it kind of spits at you and says, <laughs> Not so nice to be hit in the face, is it? <sighs> and he's going to... Um, Oh dear. He's going to, I think, kick you. He's going to try kick you down the stairs, Volio. Fucking um, Sparta style? Yeah, Sparta style. He's knocking you down the stairs. I'm not in front of the stairs. He could knock me off the platform, though. Yeah, he's kicking you off the platform, is what he's doing. Okay. Um, and that is going to be an athletics check. Um, that is a 36 against your 4 DC. Well, my 4 DC is 29, unfortunately. Okay, so he fucking kicks you off the thing, making you fall about 15 feet. And well, so you're going to take five. Yeah, but you're not flying right now. Okay. You, did you land or did you? were you still flying? I mean, I landed, I guess. But if I'm falling, wouldn't my wings, like, help at all? Uh, maybe a reflex save. Let's see if you can get it in time. 30. You fucking can. Volio, you land on your both feet, you take no damage, and you are not prone. He fucking raspberries at them. Um, however, what he does next, this uh, stony guy, uh, having knocked you down, kind of like st steps to the edge of the platform and lets out like a laugh, and um, he kind of raises up a hand, and then uh, the world around you kind of shakes a little bit, and you wonder, hey, is this an earthquake? And then you see what's actually happening. The earth is rippling like it's made of water. Oh. And he slams his hand downwards, and that ripple knocks back at all of you. In a 15-foot cone, he does an explosion of dirt and rubble. Everyone make me a reflex save. 
shit. 23. 31. Okay. Where are you? Really bad, actually. Oh my. Um, let me use my hero point there, because I think that's a fail. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah? You're, you're gonna take that? Yeah, I'll take the net 20. <laughs> so, Roy, I want you to describe this for me, because what happens is, basically, there's a fucking, tr like, uh, like a whiplash of earth towards you. Um, Ariadne, you're basically able to dodge it a little bit. Volga, you are hit by this pretty hard. Um, but Royari, how did you completely dodge this ripple of earth coming towards you? Um, I think that, um, he doesn't at first. Um, I think mm -hmm. that he, like, almost, like, trips. But then he's like, oh! Uh, and I think then he, like, he fucking gymnastics all the way away from it. Like, he just, like, he just moves. He just moves. Okay, you fucking front flip over the thing. Very nice. Yeah. And land on both feet as the ripple of earth stops. And the Ariadne, you're going to take 13 damage. Volio, you're going to take 26 damage. And that is this dude's turn. It is now the skirmisher's turn. The skirmishers are not getting off the platform because they have heard about you guys. <laughs> so true. Um, they're both going to pull out javelins with one action, position themselves with a second action, and one's going to throw at Ariado, one's going to throw at Volio. Uh, first one, that is a 24 to hit Volio. Uh, no. And Ariado, that is going to be a 20 to hit. Nope. All right, you are good. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. Um... You are standing at the edge of this staircase. Uh, there is a clay golem who is partially uh, melting into water. Uh, there's a scary, scary Zulgat, and there's two much less scary Zulgat. What do you do? Well, well, I mean, we need to move up there anyways. Like, I don't know anything else. I can move all the way over here with my, with my movement speed, right? Uh, you would probably need to roll acrobatics to get, like, run up the stairs and duck past the clay golem. Oh no, I have to roll my acrobatics with a creature advantage. with famously bad acrobatics. With advantage. Like oh I get my god, to roll because twice. you got do. Oh, oh my god. god. Okay, well, roll twice. <laughs> I'm gonna roll one more time just to see. Yeah, just to see. Is you roll an 18? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'll take that 39. The funniest thing is that the second thing you rolled would also have been a crit. That 32 <laughs> would also have been a crit. Fuck you. I'm not, I'm not going to give you a hero point for this because that's, that's a hero point generator, but you just fucking slide through. You're good. You get up there and you're now standing beside this horrible looking creature uh, with like Zulgats made of stone and also two guys who are very startled to see you get up here. What do you do? You got two actions. I think it's unfair that you didn't give me a hero point. Now I have zero. You used to be heroic. I exist! Bitch. Um. Very brave of a trans man, I suppose, in this political climate. Jesus. <laughs> gonna use a finisher immediately. Okay, um, the, uh, the stone dude? Uh, the clay golem? Uh, Rayari is going to attack this I think it's the scary guy, the weird guy. The 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 big uh chunky rock boy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
Okay. It's a confident finisher, by the way. Just okay, so you know. Thirty. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that a thirty. Uh, that is a hit. Roll damage. Uh, that is twenty-nine damage. Okay, very nice, Royari. Uh, you slash into him, and it like you cut him up real good, and uh, be probably like wink a little bit as you're doing it because uh, this uh, dude is really like he's staring at you with a fucking expression of distress on his face um, which is to say that uh, because you have that cool thing that uh, when you use your finisher uh, he's going to have a minus two to all his attack rolls until his, until your next turn hell yeah um, with my last action Rayari is going to actually for once use my other way to get an ash um and she goes hey baby <laughs> <laughs> okay you just make a will save um now isn't it the diplomacy roll? Oops. oh yeah you have to make a diplomacy check against his will dc yeah 35 yeah. uh yeah that's a crit can i have can i have a hero point now <laughs> no, but you get you get another ting because you just use Bun Mo. Mm-hmm. Um, and on a crit with that, um, he is distracted and takes a minus three to perception and will saves for a minute. Oh my god, I've, I haven't looked at this in a while. A minus three to will saves? Holy shit. Uh-oh. I look at KK and I look scared. I do this for you, KK. KK, his, you know that uh, Royari has suitably distracted this guy, and he's going to be, uh, until he spends an action uh, scolding Royari, he's going to be really, like, he is completely focused on Royari right now. Holy shit, a minus tree. Fucking hell. Um, okay, cool. Royari, you have panache. And before this guy can get anything close to scolding, Ariato, it is your turn. Uh, alright, so who has the minus on the will save? Uh, this, uh, the stone dude over here, um, is completely flabbergasted by Royari, which is to say his will is going to be at a minus three, which is, um, of course, that being said, the clay golem is still standing in your water bubble. Um, the skirmishers are also there. They're, their legs are like knocking together a little bit. Uh, what do you do? Do not remember. Ha, 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 found it. Oh, 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 okay, okay, I got it. Uh-oh. Uh, so, she is going to cast Shadow Blast on the golem, and this is going to be the- cold damage. Oh, no! <laughs> okay. So, that is going to be... Yes, make reflex or will? Oh, no, and it... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know for sure that his reflex is garbage? So give me a reflex save, please. Oh, no. That's a 24. That's a fail. That's sad. Okay. Um, so in that case, uh, I will let you continue. Okay. Either 5d10 from the uh, from this his golem anti-magic, or mm-hmm. yours, whichever is higher. 
Uh, mine is 5d8, so I'll take the 5d10. Sounds good to me. Ariado, uh, will you roll me 5d10? 31. God damn, rolling above average as always. Ariato, you blast uh, him and immediately that cold racks through his body and he lets out like a screech. Um, kind of like, you see that the body which isn't partially melted, like the, the half of him that isn't submerged in water, is now like starting to frost over and become rigid and he is not happy about that at all. Good. And then uh, Ariato is going to... Uh, she's gonna quicken casting. Uh, Against uh, okay. the leader. With crisis of faith. Give me a will save. Oh my fucking god. Wait, does this man cast divine spells? Um, he doesn't cast divine spells, but he has a god, um, very clearly. So I will allow it. Okay. <laughs> will save. Ariato? Yes. How does a 21 sound? Oh, it's a fail. So, this man is going to take 68 damage. So. Oh, dear. Uh, 31 damage. And. Okay, a second 31. Cool. And since he does not cast divine spells, he is not stupefied. Um. Sh- does he count? No, he has innate spells. Yep. No divine ones. But certainly, that was a fucking lot of damage. And Ariato, I want you to make me a vision war check, smiley face. Good. Love that. Alright. Um, 26. Ariato, you know instantly that this... Like, as you're, like, throwing him, like, in your mind, you're like, haha, I showed that stone lead choose boss, and then there's a moment of, huh? And then there's a moment of complete, like, out of nowhere. Stone leeches are Zulgat, magically infused with living art, the very bones of the world. They are created through a process Zulgat's called stone binding, which can be performed with complex alchemy, powerful psychic magic, or abyssal rituals. Their scales are like stone slabs, and their bones are dense as bedrock, so they are among the hardiest and longest-lived Zulgats. Through stone leeches, earth is mutable as water, and their innate power to shape the soil and stone beneath their feet makes them integral members of Zulgat society, as well as formidable combatants. And you're like, wait, how did I know that? Then you're like, also know, hey, don't let this thing grab you, because if it grabs you, there's a good chance that it will turn itself into a statue and hold you there forever. Hey, don't let this guy grab you! <laughs> Alright! They're like a reference to the funny, the funny manga by uh, Hirohiko Araki, uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part Eight. Shut the uh, fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Volio, it's your turn. All right. Hunt. <laughs> uh, well. You're down on the floor. Um, you know that this little guy has a really low will save right now. You also know there's the big old fucking statue. Uh, you know Royari's up there all on their own. Um, what do you do? Like the little guardian angel I am, I'm gonna keep laying the heat on that fucker that I hit before. Uh, after I fly back up. Okay, you fly up. That's probably this, an action. <laughs> this time, not on the, not on the edge. Yeah, and not near the fucking golem. I assume. Yeah, yeah, not near him. Uh, and I'm going to hit this ugly bitch. Uh huh. Ooh, twenty three. A twenty three against Huna. Uh, this one. This, 
the, the stone leech? fucked up looking Zulga. Unfortunately, a 23 is not a hit against the stone leech. Well, it frowns. I do have one more action. I'll hit him again. Go for it. 28. 28 is a hit. How much damage is that? Oh, sexy. Uh, that's 25 damage and three additional bleeds. So that's 28. Volio, how do you crush this thing? I think that the funniest way that I could do this is that Volio flies up with his little wings and he's in like a cherub pose. And he like very slowly like floats down and he, he tries to like hit him still in that little stupid pose and he misses and then he um uh very very sweetly like smiles and he's like mm, one more time and then he like very slowly lowers his hammer onto the guy and i think he just kind of like what's the word what's what's the word uh, what are those things called where you like a giant piece of metal comes down and flattens something squish oh twump no, 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 like the things, like the industrial, like, pieces of machinery that flatten oh, things. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what they're called. What the fuck are they called? Oh, hydraulic <laughs> press? Yeah. Uh, so Volio comes down and he hydraulic presses this guy to death. Volio, you fucking crush this guy and like a fucking Spongebob statue, he explodes into stone on the floor. <laughs> um, like, uh, legitimately, he turns to gravel as you oh, kill him. Oh, shit. And like that, he's dead. No time to scold Royari whatsoever. Ooh. And Volio, that is your turn. It is the Clay Golem's turn. The Clay Golem steps out of the water. <laughs> the Clay Golem is not fucking with that anymore. Mm. Um, the Clay Golem then turns to Royari and lets out a low roar because he can't hit Ariato and he's very sad about that. Uh. He is going to hit her friend. That is going to be a 29th hit, Royari. That hits. That's going to be 27 bludgeoning damage as he decks you. Ow! My beautiful is, face. Uh, I need you to make me a fortune save. Yeah. 27. Okay, you're good for now. You don't get dented, which is nice. Um, he's going to then try to slam Volio, and that is going to be a... Uh, it's going to be a 24. Nope. And as its turn, it's it sends a stinky eye into the fucking water. Um, it's a skirmisher's turn. They shriek. <laughs> they are not happy about the situation they are in. They can fucking die. Uh, they spend an action pulling out their weapons, uh, two scimitars, and they're going to start slashing out Volio and Royari. That is a twenty-two Volio. Nope. Uh, how does a twenty-seven sound? Yeah, sounds that good. Is Six slashing damage. Ow. Uh, the other one is hitting you, Royari. That's 34 to hit. Yeah. Six slashing damage. Okay. 22 to hit. That doesn't hit. All right. That is your turn, Royari. What's up, baby? So you got turn? some boys here. It's your turn. Um. Well, I've still got the panache, even though this other, that other guy died. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ryari is going to attack these little goth here. Okay. Because I can. Mm hmm. They're gonna use a precise strike first. Okay, go for it. 25. A 25 against these dudes is a hit. Roll damage. 
Uh, that's 17 damage. Okay, Royari, shink, shink. Um, very nice. You cut into this dude. He lets out a yelp of pain. You two actions left. What do you do? Then I'm going to use a finisher. Okay. <gasps> I just rolled out 20. And who is this on? It's on this guy right here. The same guy? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame because you instantly kill him. Oh, well, you know, I, okay. <laughs> Royari, how do you fucking kill this Zulgat? Because that is, I'm looking at the damage, that would have been uh, 46 damage plus another D8. He didn't have, he had 28 HP left. Well, that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, you fucking kill him. How do you do that? Rayari is going to... Or Rayari, basically, she just kind of... I, I think that she just stabs him twice in, like, two very vital areas. Ooh. And with a flare, you pull it out and you have killed him. And then and they're like, uh, yoink! And then they tumble through the other guy. <laughs> the other guy's screeching horror. Uh, so, make me an acrobatics check. 33. Okay, easy money. You do it. You roll true. And that is... Yeah, you do it. You get your panache. Ariado, it is your turn. The guy is not standing in the water anymore. However, you know that you have other ways of hurting him. What do you do? <laughs> the pool of water is still there, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, she's going to go up the stairs. Okay. And she's just going to fucking swipe at the water with her foot and splash him. That's so fucking funny. Ariadne <laughs> is full of vengeance and rage. She knows how to hurt him. She's like, I don't want to use another spell and I don't want to use all of my focus points. There's still water on the floor. Splash. Sure. You know what? Ariadne? Make me, I will say, an acrobatics or performance check. Because this is funny. <laughs> My performance is higher by one. So be against the You'll need the one. Um. 36. You're fucking kidding. I rolled you a 19. Are fucking k- Ariato. That is a crit. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna take double damage from this. Roll me literally 10d10 from you splashing him. 50. Perfectly average. Ariato, you splash water at this guy and he lets out like a roar of pain as he kind of stumbles backwards a little bit. Uh, Because I think what happens is like you get it at his feet and they were already partially melted and he stumbles and falls backwards into the water bubble. <laughs> and now the top half is also partially wet, and he looks like he's literally on death's door. Uh, which I'm going to, I'm gonna need to make a quick roll. No, I don't have to do that yet. Oh, good. Ariadne, you do see that his eyes are starting to glow a little bit. Well, that's not good. Probably fine. No. <laughs> you have one action left, I think. What do you do? Can you splash him again? <laughs> <laughs> this will be at a minus five. I will say this is at a minus five. Okay. But yes, you can do that. 29. 29 is a hit. He takes another 5d10, I guess. Roll me that. I'm so fucking afraid. 23. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah? 
Ariato, how do you how do you kill the fucking clay golem with fucking splashes of water? I think what she does is once she is immediately on top of the ladder, she does like a half circular motion splashing him and does an entire 360 before splashing him again by like um I guess like sliding her foot out in front of her. Well, the water, as he stumbles once and then, like, the second splash, I think literally just melts his face. And he kind of sits there, like, kneels there for a moment before toppling into the pool entirely and exploding. And there's just a load of, the, like, there's just a load of chunks of clay floating around in that bubble now. It's a, it's an ugly, dirty bubble. But you did it! You killed it! Fucking vengeance for that one time. <laughs> Can't touch me now, can you, bitch? He wasn't even the same guy. Is that your turn, Ariato? Uh, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Volio, it is your turn. There's one fucking Zulgat left, and it is fucking screaming in terror. Uh, well, I jingle menacingly at him. Okay. Just walk over there, right up next to him, and just assault. On the attack. <laughs> 38. That's a crit. How much damage is that? It's, uh, 17 plus 2, 17, 18. That's 19 times 2. Uh, no, uh, the bleed damage you don't add, that's just a d12 instead. That's true. Um, and that's 34 plus... 34 plus 12. Um, 46. 46. Volio, how do you one-shot a fucking Zulgat? <laughs> can I just... Can I just team rocket him? <laughs> Can batter up. I am 100% okay with you team rocketing him. I, he, I, 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 he, he, he takes his hammer, he just fucking bats him into the sky. However, unlike team rocket, you can see you very visibly broken this thing's spine, and it lands with a crash on the floor. Oh, that was. Ooh. And you have mm. successfully be, uh, bested the Zulgat. Uh, the clay golem and the Zulgat stone leech. All in a day's fuck. When are we going to meet some nice golems? Like, a, a golem that we can be friends with instead of one that's attacking us. Preferably not the Does clay ones. Uh, a, a whimsical clay golem who is nice and juggles pigs for your amusement, yes? Sure. Yeah, that sounds a little too... <laughs> Why is that so specific, Neri? <laughs> I came up with it on the spot. It's I like piece. that he juggles pigs. I think we should hire him for the circus. <laughs> if, you, if you see if you see a clay golem who can juggle pigs, I will let you hire him for the circus. I'm rolling Please. perception every single time I possibly can, so I can find them. Okay. If he punches Ariana in the stomach, though, it's over for him. <laughs> Ariana, <laughs> I will say, however, um, you see floating into the debris of the bubble. There is an item which appears to have been inside the golem. Oh, well, she yoinks it. Um, it looks like a pen. Okay. What is it? It's mm-hmm. a small tipped, uh, a small diamond tipped stylus. You're not really sure what it is, but it was inside him. Oh, he dropped his pen. Do you want to quickly make uh, a magic check of any type? Uh, yes. Does religion count? <laughs> uh, yes, religion is, does count. Thank God. <laughs> 29. 
literally the DC. Ariadne, you actually have heard about discounting from Braylon. Oh. He told you about it briefly when uh, you were discussing hags and got a little off topic and started talking about uh, adamantine golems. Um, <laughs> this is a golem stylus. Oh? It's a pen that you can use to make an inscription on a golem to basically control it and make it your ally. So that's why this thing... Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, You put an inscription on a golem with this thing and you can control it. Oh, can we make a friend that's a golem this time instead of having to be killed by them 50 times in a row? Uh, probably. Maybe a whimsical golem who juggles pigs? Oh, I think we should write on the back of the golems that he juggles pigs whimsically. Is is that a thing? That's very specific. It will be in the future. What the hell is going on with you? Oh, by the way, I will say you can still hear stomping. (laughs) What? What? Like... As you're standing on this platform, you hear stomping getting closer, and you're like, Right! Those stone golems from before! Dice will roll will return after these messages. One time on Sword of Symphonies, our captain played an accordion number for a demon as a backing track to the story the demon was telling him. This one time on Sword of Symphonies, there was a rodeo rider on a giant eagle bird thing, and it was rad. She's going to take her jacket and try to put it over the bird's eyes, like create a blindfold. I would once again like to reiterate what could possibly go wrong. This one time on Sword of Symphonies, the crew dug up some buried treasure. No, look at this moss. It's attached to a shovel. (laughs) Look, I love all three of you, but Tissa is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of Sword of Symphonies is the majesty of the spellcasting. Brilliant carnival. Starlight stars. Flying shark. Knife pain. <laughs> Fries bolt. So if you'd like seafaring adventure, a lot of game design talk, music written in-house, and a lot of whatever that was just now, join us every week on Sort of Symphonies. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today, or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Do you guys run up the stairs, winding up the front of the uh, the Aeon Tower, and uh, enter into a little alcove up the top? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. I fly lazily up. Okay. Uh, as you're running to get out of the way of the incoming Stone Golem Patrol, because they're probably coming together now. They met in the middle. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you come to a terrace. Um, And this terrace, it is kind of like... What's the word? It's like an outcrop, uh, and inside there is a tunnel. Mm -hmm. And 
You see something when you get to the tunnel? Mm-hmm. Volio, it's writing in Undercommon. Ooh. He adjusts his non-existent reading glasses. It just reads... Three words. Stay out. Haunted. It's a good thing I can't read. <laughs> hmm? Hmm? What does it say? Oh, it says, come in, have fun. Oh, yeah? Really. He's very, like, clearly lying for fun. <laughs> Alright, what does it really say, please? I don't know, maybe you should learn Undercommon. Oh my god, it's almost <laughs> like I can just... Rari's like, oh, you know what? You're fucking right. And <laughs> you do that. <laughs> Ooh, talent. Uh, Royari, do you activate... Uh, which Aeon stone is it? Uh, it's one of them. I, I think it's... Is bunch. it the gold nodule? I think so. I think it's the golden one. Okay, Royari, the golden uh, little, like, gemstone over your head starts glowing and the letters rearrange themselves into common. And you can read... Stay out, haunted. It says stay out, haunted. Let's go inside. Okay. There's nothing else else that we can do, even if it's haunted. See, reading the sign did nothing. You and and your your little games are going to get us killed one of these days. Oh, no, not killed. Maybe maimed, but not killed. (sighs) Maybe not killed permanently. Just for the weekend, goes in. Uh, because you guys enter, and the weirdest fucking thing immediately happens. Oh yeah? It is dark inside. Not for me. Yes, for you. What? It is pitch black inside. I'm sorry. Ariato, it's dark for you too. Ariato? Yeah? Could you see in the dark right now? No. Honey, he turns on his floodlights. Okay, I want you to make me an arcana check. It's a 32. Okay, Volio, your eyes do light up the dark. Oh, fucking hell. Oh? As your eyes light up, you see something legitimately disturbing. (gasps) <gasps> tablets. <laughs> Not just tablets. Um, a room. The tunnel into the tower here widens into a small chamber. A stone table against the north wall has several clay tablets on it. And nearby, on all the walls, there are several hands, all made of stone, of clay, of earth. There's about... 20 pairs of hands just covering the wall. All kind of held, like, on display. Pinned there by, like, nails. Ew. It's another JoJo reference. This time to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable. Okay. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this time it's hands and not feet. Alright. Um... Uh, Well, you know, I'm uh, not fun to pussy out, but, um... This is a little bit fucked up. It is a little bit fucked up. You really don't like how one of them's twitching. What if we walked out right now and went home? We can't like, do that, Polio. Physically, we can. Like, we the can, second one is twitching. but I have 
I have in fact gotten into too many fights with my family to just leave at this point, so... Six, tw- six of them are now twitching. Um, Let's start a new family. Let's go uh, start a new life. We don't have to be here anymore. They're all rattling. Every single hand on the wall is rattling. Okay. I think it's a little too late now. <laughs> what do you guys do? Are, like, are they going to do anything? Are they They're just not rattling. moving. They're pinned to the walls. Wait, is it like hands like cut off of people? <sighs> no, they're made of stone and clay. Oh, okay, okay. They're like um, anatomical models pinned to the wall, but they're all made of stone and clay. Without getting close to the like any walls, I think he's going to go over to those tablets and see what's on them and if he can read them. Um sure, you kind of glance at them. They are written in dwarven. Oh. Probably by one of the dwarves who is standing behind Royari right now. Ooh, hello. Royari, turn around. Uh, Royari turns around because of Volio's fucking beacon of light and sees floating directly behind him is a dwarf. Ah! Oh, God. (sighs) Stops it. If I told you that we're not here to disturb anything, would that help? Is Nishan Puka in a door tree? Royari, is your thing still working? Well, it's it's still active. Royari, you've been able to understand him. But what is he saying? Um, well, he's saying the same thing in his buddy who's on the other side of you. Okay, but what are they saying? Uh, because there are two of them, I will point out. Bodem flowing the air, dead-eyed, uh, mud pouring out from, like, their teeth. Mm-hmm. And what he's saying is, Who has come to disturb the final resting places of Jormer and Lucogrondrin? Would-be kings of Absalom. Well, we're not here to disturb anything. We're here to help. Um, but my name is Rayari. These are my friends, Volio. Must leave. Uh, may we please see the Aeon Orb? You must leave. Uh, I w- we won't. We won't touch anything. Um, I think this, the other dwarf is kind of just repeating what the first one says. They're just kind of speaking in sync now. Um, the, the others can't really understand this, but they are, these two are just like, it's just a conversation happening in fucking Dwarven. As this floating dwarf before you, um, you're getting his name was Jormir and the other one was Luko. Um, Jormir just keeps repeating. What happened here ended our lives as kings. And it will end yours if you do not leave. You carry some of the curse of the Mad God King, and it is because of you that we die buried beneath the rubble. You must leave, or you shall meet the same suffocating end between pillars and dirt and gravel and ground and stone. Who is the Mad God King? Aradon, 
Scion of the man! Oh, well, he's dead, so... You will leave! Uh, we can't really do that. And so you too shall choke. Uh, you should take me to dinner first. <laughs> well, he's leaning in ready to strangle you. Uh, <laughs> hey, everyone, let's roll some fucking initiative. No, thank you. <laughs> Every single time. Seventeen. Uh, Sariata's gonna try to battle cry this time. Um, that's... It should work. Hopefully. Can you scare ghosts? I don't know. Uh... Uh... Thirty-five. <laughs> Alright, thirty-five. <laughs> you know what? Ariato, you scare a ghost. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay. Ariato, you are first. Uh, you roar out at this ghost who kind of... He doesn't, like, look afraid, but he flickers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, clearly wasn't a fan of that. Um, it is your turn. What do you do against this fucking ghost? Uh, 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 I am running out of focus spells. Vision of weakness. <laughs> okay, uh, Ariato, you get to know which save is lowest and if it has any weakness. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Ariato, you know that uh, this thing's fortitude is going to be its weakest. Oh, good. Okay. And you know that it is um, we. It's not that it's weak to uh, force ghost touch or positive damage, but it doesn't have a uh, resistance against it. Okay, but everything else is probably has. Okay. okay, okay. So force, ghost touch, and positive. Okay. Well, she looks at Rayar and says, "Well, if you have any ghost touch stuff, now's the time." Oh, I do. And... Did Ray tell Ariato and Volia about his argument with his family? Nope. Yeah, well, okay. he hinted at it right there, and that was it. He hinted at it like a like a bit ago and hasn't talked about it since because that's kind of how they deal with their issues. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey. Well, Ariato, you said that, um, and your vision of weakness does trigger your uh, curse, right? Yes. Okay, well, it's a, it's fine, because you actually can't see anything right now outside of this room. The exits are completely obscured in darkness, and the only reason you can even see in this room is because of Volio's headlights. Um, meaning it's a very, very disjointed, like, view right now. Everything is kind of flickering back and forth, depending on what Volio is looking at. Advanced darkness. Um... Yes. <laughs> Literally. Literally, yes. Well, uh, is going to use searing light on the the man she is closest to. Okay. Uh, so does he have to make a save, or are you making an attack roll? Uh, that is an attack roll. Go for it. And ghost count is undead. Yes. Oh, they do. All right. So that is a 34 to hit. 34 is gonna be a hit. Roll damage. Alright, searing light. So that is. Uh, 5d6 fire damage, so 14 fire damage and 17 good damage. Very nice. Okay, so that's gonna be a total of. Uh, 31? Yep. 
Very nice. Ariato, uh, you blast a beam of light through this guy, cutting through the darkness with your holy light. And uh, as you hit him, he lets out like a gasp of pain. And then that gasp turns from a gasp into a straight up scream and groan. Uh, everyone, you're going to need to make me a will save. Okay. Is this a mental effect? It is a mental effect. I have a resistance against that. Thank God for your mom's smiley face. Don't say that. <laughs> I saw Folio's roll. Uh, 16. What is it? We're rolling a will save? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm feeling spicy. Rolling a 34. Okay. 25. Okay. Uh, Ariadu, you hold strong. You can grit your teeth and lay, scream at you, and you're like, this doesn't uh, scare me. And you turn and you look at back at Volio and Royari, who are fucking Scooby-Doo clutching each other. <laughs> um, Volio, you're a frightened tree, and oh Royari, you're frightened too. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Um, so... Okay, uh, is that, that is one action from him. Uh, on his next turn, however, he kind of holds up his hand and uh, he kind of screams and those tablets on the wall behind uh, Volio start to tremble and then the hands start to rattle as well. And then he starts fucking blasting them around the room. Like he makes a storm Ooh. with all these objects flying around in a spiral. Everyone make me a reflex save. 32. 31. 39. Uh, that's going to be tree lower, Ritz. Mmm. 29. If it's at a minus 2, then, because I'm fighting mm-hmm. 2, it is a 37. Okay, well, a 37 isn't a crit success like it originally was, but it is a. Wait, hold on. You got evasion. I do. So literally, no. You. You're fine. You you you're fucking trembling and shaking, but you're like ducking out of the way, so you take no damage. Uh, Ariado, that was a thirty. A thirty. How much? Uh, thirty-one. Okay, you're gonna take this damage, uh, but only half of it. Mm-hmm. And Volio, twenty-nine. Mm-hmm. You're also only gonna take half of it. Ooh. Because you literally just got the DC you needed. That's gonna be nine damage to both of you as. Uh, tablets and hands smack into you as he makes an emanation of telekinesis. Um, the other one behind you is uh, kind of like starting to float up a little bit. And I think he is going to cast... Mm, he po- uh, holds up a hand at you, Folio, and he kind of wiggle- wiggles his fingers together and then he throws out a ray at you. Make me a fortitude save. Alright. 25. Minus 3, that's gonna be uh, 22. 22. Uh, Volio, that is going to be a fail, I'm afraid. Um, Alright. He blasts you with a ray of enfeeblement. Um, meaning that you are going to be enfeebled. All your physical stuff is going to be down by one for a minute. That's fun. Not nice. Um, he is then going to uh, kind of ghost his way up to Ariato, and I think he's going to try grab her by the face. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be a 31 to hit Ariato. Ah, uh, hit. 
That's 21 negative damage as ice cold pain Ow. sears through your face. And that is these ghosts' turn. Uh, Volio, it's your turn. I. I mm, truly, I am fucking useless against ghosts. Uh. I'm really. low on HP. So, Volio. Uh, it is. It is. You can, uh, you can run into scaredness. Next room. That's true, because there, there's a next room. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it, right? Nothing bad could ever happen in the next room, right? Probably empty, sure. right? So he runs in there. Okay. Uh, Rolly, are you fucking out of there? And you quickly duck out of harm's way, and... Ooh! Ooh. The next it's room not is... Room. Not really a room. It's interesting. Um, I think... I... W you stand out, and you are suddenly standing on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and beneath you is um, the collapsed core of the tower. The truth of this tower's failure to weather the passing ages is apparent when looking below. At some point in the distant past, the tower's inner core of fill material collapsed, causing the mud-brick exterior of its highest level to fall inward. The result was the total collapse of the upper portions of the tower in a great central pile of rubble within the intact sides of the tower's remaining lower tier. Tumbled stone, brick, broken bricks, and centuries of tangled overgrowth filled the tower beneath the Aeonorb, which continues to orbit serenely nearly 200 feet above the pile. But that's not what catches your idea, uh, eyes, Volio. Mm -hmm. uh, there's something on the other side and I'm going to yeah. DM you it I'm going to send you a private message with what it is and I'm not going to tell the others until they see it okay <laughs> well if you two are going to keep secrets I'm going to send KK a secret image too okay um, alright send Vol okay Volio <laughs> Volio looks at that and he says Oh, I don't get paid enough for this kind of drama. Volio, your eyes settle on a horrific sight on the other side of this chasm. And you know what? It's... It's fine. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. Ghosts! Well, well hold on. Whoa, Derry. Oh, is it not? <laughs> oh, two actions no. left, right? My god, man. Okay. Um... Let me fucking heal. Yeah, well, yeah, you got two actions. Did you just pull out? Did you pull out a tank? Uh, he pulls out a moderate healing potion, uh, so that's going to be three d eight plus ten. It'll be twenty three HP back. Okay. And yeah, he can't do anything for those ghosts. He's just gonna be helping himself. He's gonna turn on fast healing. Okay, sure. Uh, so you're gonna start recovering. Um... This is from your resident uh, reflection of light, or uh, the yep. reflection of life. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, Volio, uh, you are going to heal. Um, what level are you? Ten. Okay. Uh, that is going to be. <laughs> That's going to be five HP every uh, every round. So you get five HP back immediately. Smiley face. Smiley face. Um. Okay. Uh, is that your turn? 
Yes. Okay. Uh, and Royari, it is your turn. What do you do? Um, okay. There's a ghost. Two of them, in fact. Uh, these must be the uh, dwarves who tried to uh, use this place as a military barrack a while back. What do you do about that? Um, well, Royari is going to use his sword, specifically made to do more damage to them, and also... Wait, so do I need to do anything? Like, is there anything else that I need to add to the to the sword, or, or no, is that like... Uh, it will do the same damage, it will just actually hit them. Okay. Okay, um, Rayari is going to use a precise strike. Okay. Are you doing it on the... Okay, yeah. You're doing it on the guy that was behind you? Yeah. <laughs> this, this guy. Okay. I rolled a 30... Uh, 39? A 30 fucking 9? That's a crit. Yeah. It's 28. Yeah, okay. it's 28 plus 3, so that's 31. 31 damage. Okay. Uh... Okay, roll me another d8 because, or two uh, d8, because this is a deadly weapon. Remember? You're so right. Well, nine more damage. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, Royari, you slice through this guy, and his eyes widen, and he looks down because he's actually got a wound on him, like an actual wound, and that's not something ghosts are really used to. And he kind of looks down at you, and he looks back up, and he lets out a. <sighs> As he kind of clutches his body, um, you got, you got some actions left. What do you do? Well, if you're going to be rude, I'm going to be rude back. Um, and Rari is going to use a finisher now. Okay, go for it. A confident finisher, because I'm mm-hmm, gay like mm-hmm. that. 24. Uh, 24, because he is frightened, is a hit. How much damage is that? 30. <laughs> Royari, how do you banish this ghost from this realm? Um, I think that Royari is just going to, like, uh, I think that he, like, stabs into the ghost's chest and is like, I'm sorry, I didn't want to do this, you're the one who attacked me. And I think he looks down and he kind of grabs at your sword and then it burns at his hands and he screams in anger and he's like, Servant of the vile god, you will choke. And he evaporates into ectoplasm. Really? Don't worry, he'll be back in 24 hours. Oh, good. Rari, Rari rolls her eyes and is like, I don't even serve him. I serve the cooler version. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, Rari, that is your turn. No, it's you not. Left? Oh, fuck me. Uh... I mean, I'm not going to do much. Uh, Rari's just going to tumble through this guy. Okay. 34. Yep, 100%. Rari, you... True. Um, all this was done while you were frightened, uh, so, but by now it's starting to wear off a little bit. So you're mm-hmm. doing good. You ain't afraid of no ghosts. I'm not. Um, and that is your turn. Volio, outside. That horrible thing yeah. on the other side is still there, but suddenly there's something else. Oh, yeah? There's, um, rubble moving beneath you. Hmm. Like, the rubble on underneath the cliff side is kind of, like, shaking. Like there's something swimming through it or digging beneath it, maybe. It's and then, staying uh, down there, though, Oh, right? no, it's coming towards you, actually. Oh, that's good. 
In fact, it then jumps out at you. <gasps> mm. Oh my god. Uh. <sighs> Volio. In no, in no uncertain terms, a naked mole rat the side of an elephant with four eyes pierces the ground and screams at you as it tries to bite you. What? That's just ridiculous. Um, this is this is uh, this is just silly now, isn't it? Uh, well, it's is a tree six silly to you? It's a silly little crew right there. Oh, it is. God. That's gonna be a silly little fifty-six damage. It's a silly little down right there. It is. Uh -oh. Okay. <laughs> Lads outside the tunnel, you hear ah! and. Then you hear nothing. I don't like uh, but that. But it is going to continue trying to. Uh, well, Volio, you need to make me a fortitude save. Oh, of course. Has a thirty-five. Crit success, thanks to your thing, which is great. Uh, thanks to Juggernaut, Ooh. you aren't poisoned by this thing's bite, but unfortunately, it is going to try to eat you. And that is going to be a thirty to hit, which I'm going to assume is a hit. It's a hit, yeah. Instead of doing damage, uh, it simply makes you fail a death saving throw. Oh, that's fun. And it is trying to eat you, so you are now moved in the order to be behind this thing. Um, so everyone gets a chance to heal you. Uh, and um, I'm going to remove the frightened condition because you are no longer frightened. You are, in fact, dying. Um, much, much easier. Yeah. Uh, and you are already... You've already failed a death saving throw. You're dying too already. And that is your turn. Ariadne, you heard a scream, and then you heard nothing. There is a ghost right in front of you, though. Um, it is screaming in anger and frustration. What do you do? She turns to Roy and says, Hey, can you handle this? The ghost? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's, by the way, pitch black in here now. Volio left with his special eye beam, so it is black as fuck in here. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, she doesn't have anything that can help with that, I don't think. Um, you heard the direction it was the scream came from. It's fine, I got she's it. She's gonna go in that direction. <laughs> okay, Ariato, you uh, pierce the veil and leave, and uh, you know what? Fucking horrifying. It's a giant elephant-sized naked mole rat, and it is eating Volio. It looks up from its chewing. It's got Rufus. In its mouth. And it stares <laughs> at you and it makes a <laughs> noise at you. Voli is in like the funeral pose as he's being eaten. Ariado, you've got one action left. What do you do? Battle medic. Okay. Uh, make me a medicine check to try pull Volio back into the land of the living. That's funny. Okay, are you an expert in medicine? I am not. I am trained. Okay, so uh, in that case, it'll be 48 healing. Uh, I think what you do is essentially you yank him out and slap him across the face. Just like, get up! And it works! 19. Um, how? Holy shit. Again with the fucking great rolls, yeah! 19 damage, or <laughs> healing. Uh, Volo, you are conscious again, but you are wounded too. You didn't like that. Hmm. Not a fan of the rat. It lets out a shriek at you as it's not happy that Ariato pulled you out of its mouth. Oh, my ears. Uh, Royari, it's your turn. You're hearing a lot of animal 
animalistic shrieking from the other side. Um, but there is a ghost. It is pitch black in here. What do you do? Okay. Ryari is going to... Um, I can see this guy, though, right? Yeah, I mean, you can see uh, vaguely in the darkness that there is a shape in front of you. He's going to have concealment against you because it is dark. Ryari's actually going to pull out an item to drop it so that it's just burning. Um, I'm going to pull oh, out... Oh, you're pulling out the thing? Yeah, I'm going to pull out my, um, uh, the, the torch, the torch that doesn't go out. Okay. Uh, you're gonna need to make me an arcana check with that? Or, uh, any magic check? I'm going to roll religion. Okay. Okay, good for you. We're not going to be rolling arcana. (laughs) Good for you. Uh, 21. Yeah, it kind of works. You can kind of see it. But unfortunately... This is advanced darkness, literally. Okay. Um, um, so you can't see it, but, like, you can see fucking nothing else. I mean, yeah, Ray Ray doesn't care about anything else right now. Um, she drops the, the, the thing. So she drops the torch so she doesn't have to hold it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a free action, so I don't need to worry about that. Um, and then it's going to use a finisher immediately. Okay, cool. 28. Uh, a 28 is a hit. How much damage is that? 26 damage. All right. Royari, you into this thing. And again, it lets out a scream of pain as it is taking that damage. Mm-hmm. Um, like actually taking it, not like spectrally taking it. Um, you see wounds forming on its body as your uh, holy blade sings out praise to you. And um, that is a minus two to their attacks next turn. Mm-hmm. Um... And then, because that's two actions, Rari is going to just um, tumble through again. Okay, go for it. 34. 34, uh, Royari, that is, uh, definitely works. You slipped right past him, uh, dancing a circle around this uh, creature, like this fucking ghost of a anguished dwarf in the uh, flickering light. Luko Gundren uh, kind of like snarls at you. He's like, Face, like his mouth is seeping dirt from it. He died a horrible death, you're guessing. Yeah, and I can imagine. Is that your turn? Um, yeah. Okay. Volio, it's your turn. It's a fucking giant monster. What the fuck is this? That's an unfortunate turn of events. Uh, um, you can probably figure out what it is with an arcana or nature check. That's what you have sure. to I mean, it's a giant fucking rat. That's what it is. Okay. Um, I don't think he really needs to or wants to know, unless this is like some fucking fucked up magical creature, but he's not aware of it. Uh, Voli is going to start raging. Okay. Uh, and he's going to hit this motherfucker with his hammer. Okay. 31. 31 against this giant fucking rat is going to be a miss. Are you serious? Actually, wait, hold on. Nope, that's a hit. Never mind. <laughs> I was looking at its wrong save. You're good. Fucking awful. You're awful. That's 30 damage. Okay. Volley, you smack it hard, and uh, as your weapon pierces into it and like causes blood to gush out, it lets out a high-pitched shriek. What do you do now? I fucking keep killing it. Okay. 
Probably not, actually. 25? 25 is a miss, I'm afraid. Oh. Well, you know. It's okay, because it's now it's in its turn. That's not okay. And uh, it's now the giant rat's turn. Uh, and the giant mole rat mm -hmm. is angry at Ariato. It's going to try to scratch at her. That's a 32 to hit. It's... That's 20 slashing damage. Uh-huh. Next one is going to make a 24 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. And lastly, it's going to lunge forward with his jaws. That is a 20 to hit. Nope. You're fucking <sighs> this thing. Um, Ariato, as you're fighting, it is your turn. And uh, I'm going to send you as well. You glance at it uh, over the shoulder of this giant rat. I'm sending you a quick DM. Uh, so you also see this horrifying thing on the other side. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. You see that? She's not thinking about that right now, and you can't make her. <laughs> <laughs> you see something horrible on the other side of the chasm, but also there's a giant rat. Let's focus on priorities, Let's shall we? Let's get our priorities straight right now. She's what not going to think about that until we have everyone here and we can all collectively have trauma. Um, okay. I am going to need a fortitude save. Uh, let me see. Fortitude. Alright, 25. That is a fail. Enervation. Uh-oh. And what does enervation do again? Negative energy and takes away and makes them drained. Okay. We haven't gone to the crit fail part, which I think is really fun, but we haven't gone to that point yet. I'm very afraid. Good. Uh, so, how, how much damage does this do? What's what's going on? Uh, well, it does 48 negative damage, so that is 16 negative damage. Okay, it lets out a gasp of pain as black, like, black energy kind of, like, swarms around your hand and then starts pulling out of its lungs. Its eyes, like, it's got four eyes, I will remind you. Its four uh -huh. eyes widen a little bit, and it kind of stumbles. And it is drained one. Yeah, which means its max HP is going to drop and it's going to take 11 damage immediately. Yep. It lets out up as it kind of stumbles back, clearly not loving this. Well, I don't love it either, so <laughs> you know what? <laughs> We're even. Okay, is that your turn? Do you have any actions left? Uh, just did innervation. You could try to figure out what this thing is if you chose to. I'm going to figure out what the fuck this thing is. Arcana or nature? Let's go with nature. 25. A 25, you're not sure. You generally don't think Braylon has ever told you about something like this. All right. You cannot tell what the fuck this thing is supposed to be. Mm. Which is weird. On a less weird note, Royari, it's your turn. You're not afraid at all anymore. Fuck this ghost. What do you do? Fuck this ghost, but not literally. I don't know, man. Looking kind of sexy. Okay. another ghost. Rayari is going to use a precise strike first because I'm gay like that. Okay. 32. Uh, 32 is a hit. Roll damage. Uh, that is 16 damage. Very nice. Um, then I'm going to use a finisher. Okay, go for it. 33. Yeah, that's going to be a hit. Um, how much damage is that? 29. Okay, Royari, how do you kill this fucking ghost? Royari, while fighting this thing, this guy, it's like, I'm, I'm actually a little bit busy. See, my friend is dying over there, and, and then stabs him in the, in the chest. Yeah, 
Well, Royari, it, this guy lets out a gasp and he clutches his sword and says, No! My brother! Hey, I... We were to be kings! You'll be back in 24 hours. Calm down. <laughs> and with that, he puffs into ectoplasm. Fucking ghosts. And the lights flicker back on. Suddenly, natural light pours into this cave again. And you can see this place is actually really beautiful. The hands have all, all fallen onto the floor, but like... This is a really nice- Is that a giant mole rat? Is that a giant naked mole rat? Uh-huh. What the well, fuck? One action, Royari, what the fuck do you do? Royari's gonna go help them. Uh, Royari, do you remember you could do one for all and give Volio a bonus to hit if you so chose? Okay, instead of moving, I will stand here and I will help Volio. <laughs> okay. Uh, Volio, is your turn. What do you do? Mmm, that's a good question. Well, I feel 5 HP, first of all. Okay, you do feel 5 just HP. To put, just to put that on the board. I'll hit at him, fuck it, right? Never mind, 25, that doesn't hit. Unless... Uh, unless... Royari, would you like to make a diplomacy check to tell Volio how good of fighting he is? I will do that, just for you. 35. Okay, so Volio, what did you roll to hit? 25. So 25 is a miss, but if you add plus 2, a 27 is a hit. That's pretty sexy. You're doing amazing, darling. Keep it up. Don't die. Ooh, thank you. You say, oh, thank you over your shoulder as you're missing, and then you fucking hit this thing on the foot and it lets out a shriek. <laughs> How much damage is that? 17. Okay, very nice. More blood explodes from this thing as you smash it on the foot and it screeches at you. You got two actions left. What do you do? I could, I could, I have one more spell that I haven't, um, gotten to reveal. Yeah. Uh, and I think that now's as good as, like, a time is ever, right? Sure. I mean, fuck it. So, Volia raises his hand. Uh-huh. And I always, I always like to flavor um, summon spells as like a circle around their hand, like kind of extending with other mm -hmm. like circles and like arcane kind of like magics and stuff. Uh, and he summons a giant fucking teddy bear. Yeah? Crawling from the ground, a massive beanie baby emerges. Grizzly bear. And it's a grizzly bear? It's a grizzly bear beanie baby. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Um, powered through Volio's uh, feet, specifically, uh, what's the feet, Ritz? Rites of Convocation, which is a level 10, yeah. uh, which is a level 5. It's a uh, witch feet, which lets you add summon animal to your spell list um, mm -hmm. and gives you some extra perks with it. But these ones are flavored by your patrons, and they are, in fact, Beanie Babies. Yes. And it is coming out of the ground to attack the naked mole rat. So it does that. It comes from the ground and it kind of like launches itself at him. Uh, it gets one action this turn. Uh, and that is going to be a jaw attack, right? Mm -hmm. uh, That's going to be a 17 plus 10. That is a 27, which is literally just a hit. Ooh. Um, and that is going to be uh, 1d8 plus five piercing damage. Roll that for me. That's 13 max damage. Oh my God. Oh my god. What? The fucking beanie baby goes for the kill. It explodes <laughs> from the ground, immediately grabs the shome and snaps its neck. Oh my fucking god. 
the giant mole rat topples to the floor, instantly dead. And the beanie baby stands over and starts beating its chest. Oh, yes, yes, you did so good. It starts doing a little dance for you, Volio. Volio, like, hops onto it like he's hugging a big stuffed animal, which he fucking is. Like, it's, he's, like, pillowy. And he just kind of, like, sinks into it, and he's, like, kind of rolling in it. It's weird. Yeah. Well, you killed it. Oh, it was a good bear. And it's hugging you back. And it's starting to fade. Volio, it's turning into sparkles as it's hugging you. Oh, farewell. In another life, we will be best friends. I love you. It waves at you and it vanishes. Mm. The beanie baby is gone. In my heart, he shall live. Rory, it's really nice in here. Um, as you're looking around, you see that there is a ring which was left on the floor. A ring? Rory picks mm-hmm. it up. Your uh, comprehend language is still in, like, it's still functioning. Mm-hmm. We can read on the inside of the ring, there is Dwarven. It says, Conquer the city, Jormir, then come back to me. Oh dear. You didn't do a super good job at that, huh? Don't think he came back to him now. Um, well, it looks like this thing is, uh, if you'd like to make a magic check of some type, religion should work. Man, 23. Uh, okay, you do know what this thing is. Oh yeah? This is a ring of wizardry. Oh yeah? Um, it is a ring, while if you wear it, while you have the ability to cast arcane spells, uh, you gain two third level spell slots and one second level spell slot. Cool. Which, I will remind you, is what Volio casts with. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. Um, Rayari, do you come out to say hi to the others? Right, yeah. Rayari comes in and is like, is everybody okay? Uh, I will say that I think maybe both of you might be looking at the thing, huh? A little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Um, Rare, you come out, they seem distracted. Are you okay? Ariana just points to the mm, wall. I feel sick looking at it. Hey, Rare, yeah. do you look at the other side of the wall? Yeah. Um, cool. You look across the chasm, Rare, and illuminated by the glowing light of the Aeon Orb, which is, like, floating above... You see something. Okay. There's a corpse. Oh. And as you kind of stare at it, you hear Odd Body's voice starting to kind of echo into quiet as he sings. But this is an upsetting thing to look at. Okay. It's a Zulgat. Um, however... The Zulgat is crucified. Oh, God. Like, it is nailed to the wall. Okay. It's clear that it's been dead for a while. Um, the thing is that this Zulgat looks... For, for lack of a better word, it looks like a boss monster. Like, this looks like an extremely powerful creature. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's just there, pinned to the wall dead. How fresh is the body? Not at all. It is partially rotted in places. Its eyes are glassed over. There are flies kind of like crawling around its nostril. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to make your way across and investigate it a little bit? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, I want you to make me a medicine or nature check as you stare at it. <laughs> We're both only plus one. Mine are zero. No! <laughs> 30. What did you boat roll? I rolled a two. Which not is one not even, one. I think both of you are just genuinely sickened. Like, this is really bad. Yeah. But Ariato, as you get closer, your vision still obscured by the smoke and haze, which blinds you. You get a good look at this creature. And I want you to make me a free uh, vision lore check real fast. Okay. That's 29. That's a deep mount. 29. Deep mount. Deep mount. What? Uh, you know, back in the days before the collapse of the Zulgat Empire, uh, these were the original creatures. The Zulgat we see today are nothing but the devolved primitive monsters which came from them. The, the backwards evolution, as it were. But these were what they were at the height of their society. The deep mounts. Psychic monstrosities, which were able to use their... Uh, that stench that you smell now is just the pheromones left over from what was once a powerful hallucinogenic like, like secretion that they would use to psychically attack their opponents. These were the original masters of the Zulgat kind. And now they still exist, far and few between, rarely working alongside other Zulgat. And it's dead. On your critical me- medicine check, however, Ariato, you can check, see a few things. Mm-hmm. She died of blood loss. Oh, she suffered. Gruesomely. Yeah. But the really weird thing... There's two really weird things, Ariato. I think... Both of them jump out you specifically. Number one, this sounds eerily familiar. A corpse being found crucified. You've heard about that. From this from uh, the Sirens of the Spheres? What? It was only happening to animals. And yet here it is happening to a Zulgat. Hey. And that's not even the weirdest fucking thing you notice, Ariato. Uh-huh. You can tell that moments before she died, she had a narrow instrument forcibly shoved up her nose. Oh, oh. And... She fucking lobotomized? You realize after peering up, it was to take some of her brain. Ew. Jesus. Ariana, this thing was lobotomized, literally. Okay. What really fucks you up is the fact that this was allowed to just hang out here. The fact that this creature, which is so much more powerful than all the other Zulgat you've met before, like this is a powerful monster, is just allowed to hang out here dead. What the fuck was this? Some kind of ritual sacrifice? I... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they really didn't like this guy? This... She was what Zulgath were at, like, the height of their empire. Oh, like, for all the... Like, they used to be the leaders. And now they don't really work with, with them anymore. And how... Maybe so happy if this has it all now. Whoa. This is some kind of sick message. I don't know, but the fact that this... Like, she's... She should have been really strong. Way stronger than any of the Zulgatha we've ever fought. Mm. 
It's disconcerting. And she was also lobotomized and left here to bleed. Oh, God. Like, they took part of her brain. I don't know why. Maybe they wanted something with her, with it. The brain, I'm not referring to this person, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe... The Zulgoth are not all like her anymore, right? No. That's the, the whole idea, is that they, they changed after demon worship Yeah, they became de-evolutionized primitive beings after demon worship. I've noticed. <laughs> well, what if they were, are, what if they're trying to do something with her, with this? Like, because they, you said that they lobotomized her, like, moments before she died? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there would be no reason to lobotomize someone right before they die, because the, the idea with lobotomy is disgusting, but it's to, like, make you... It's, it's not to kill somebody. No, it's... Then they want... What if they wanted something with part of her brain? That's what I'm thinking. And... Maybe bringing her back down to their level? Well, they were killing her. What if they wanted to get back up to her level? I don't know. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm just me, but what if that's what they wanted? Something like that? It's definitely weird. Can I tell you guys about animals being crucified? Um, no. <laughs> and if you have, I've forgotten. What? <laughs> well, um, there have been animals that have been horrifically killed and crucified around the area. I'm not sure if it's before or after this, but I don't think that this is a coincidence. Neither do I. Definitely not. I think as you are standing there, suddenly start to all feel something Mm -hmm. above you all. Mm -hmm. Pulling you away from this mystery for a moment, is light. Fuck. And the Aeon Orb has stopped rotating and is standing directly above you all now. And it starts to shine, not just onto your skin, but into your soul, joining with the two other reflections you already have gathered. And you all start to have another one of those visions. The sound of a shovel hitting earth as the first work on a farm echoes through your ears. The Earth was not the first thing which came to the island. Before then, there was indeed light and water, but it is the most crucial part. Without the stone that gives this land the life it has, there would not be no Isle of Portos. You feel the sweat dripping down the brow of a woman who is breaking apart a some of the stone in the field, allowing it to become fertile land for her crops to grow. These crops will take time to uh, to push out the earth itself, but when they do, the produce she creates will feed her family for a winter. You feel a man climbing up a mountain, his picks clinging into the stone surface as he pulls himself up, and as he turns, he looks out at the beautiful view of the rest of the island 
and he smiles and continues making his way up to discover new land. You feel the joy of small children splashing in the mud with each other, throwing it at themselves and making a mess of everything as their dad, who has just come home from the uh, mines, kind of smiles and sits down to watch them, reliving the youth he once experienced. The earth is a core part of what keeps this island going. It is not only just where you stand, but it is also from whence the food comes, from where you get your resources. It is crucial, and it is ever-present. And you accept into yourselves the reflection of stone. Stepping one, uh, one more step closer to the divine power that Aradin left behind. Your body is infused with the resilience and durability of stone. You are protected from the effects of severe cold and severe heat. In addition, you can focus this ability. At, in addition, you can focus this uh, durability to gain an additional effect, meaning that once per day you can cast stone skin on yourselves. Hmm. And as you kind of like stumble back, um, you kind of glance at each other and. Immediately, you all notice that each of you has some stone on your skin already. For Volio, it's a beautiful, glossy marble, which is starting to, like, coat half of his face like an eye. For Ariato, uh, it is a steaming rock basalt, dark and porous, and infused with the power of flame. And for Royari, it is a beautiful, sleek silver, which uh, gives you a slight shine. It's kind of like in patches on your body and you're able to quickly nudge it away if you so choose, but it is there. And even when you banish it, you still feel that durability in your skin. You are now as ever-present as the earth itself. Hmm. And so you all stand, having gained another portion of the godling's power. How are y'all doing? Well, I think this is hot. Julio <laughs> still feels sick. I was just kind of poking at the bass up before, like, shoving it off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, I get it. Fire. We've all gained some more power. <laughs> what do you guys do? Well, that's nice and all, but someone's still crucified here. <laughs> that didn't change. I will say, there is a magical breastplate on her, which does look really cool and expensive oh if you don't want it yourselves. We should take her down. I think we should take her down. Don't you think? Yeah. Uh, why? Because she's crucified on the wall. Volio. I don't know her. It's not my business. Volio. Yes? We are not going to leave a body hanging on a wall. Take her down if you want. Sure. Just wasn't my first thought. Ariari's gonna take it down. <laughs> Rari, it is a, it is a resilient-looking breastplate made from shining bronze with reinforcing gold panels in the shape of bismuth. Bismuth, holy shit! Yeah, the theft is not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not theft that they're dead. You're not wrong about that. Mm, it's grave robbing. Completely different crime. Would you like to make an arcana <laughs> check? Sure 
No, but, you know, sure. Or nature or religion or occultism. Okay, I'll roll religion. It's 26. Okay, Royar, you know this is a breastplate of command. Um, if you were to wear this, it would give you a plus two item bonus to your diplomacy checks and a minus two item bonus to stealth checks to hide and sneak uh, or deception checks to impersonate. And once per day, as a single action, you could uh, grant your allies uh, a brave word, which would give them a plus two on all fear effects and reduce the frightened effect of everyone by one. Cool. And it's also extremely expensive if you don't want to keep it. Nice. Uh, well, I mean, is this something that I can wear without it? Like, uh, You could probably uh, work on modeling it to, inf- to incorporate into your aesthetic. Yeah. Although the business shoulder plates do look pretty fucking sick. <laughs> I, have, I have something on my shoulders. Um, oh, you do. I do. It is my cape. Which is not actually a cape, it's just a jacket that's too big for Rayari. <laughs> um, do you guys want to try um, make your way back out? Meet up with um, meet up with um, Bularu and head back to uh, Absolutely, yeah. Sure. 100%. You guys start making your way out. You see as you're walking that the stone golems have frozen in place. They're literally mid-movement. Uh, mid Interesting. Now's the real statues. Um, and not fucked up. Yes. And I think as you're passing, you see that uh, you didn't get a chance to really look at it that long, but in the room with the dwarven ghosts, uh, you see uh, that there is a um, mural with four golems on it. Cool. Two stone ones and two clay ones. Where did the second clay one go? And as you wonder that, Volia, you hear a shriek. Oh, that's fair. It's from Bularu, and he is running out from behind the woods. He's running towards the building as fast as the little shooty legs can take him. Oh my and goodness! Volio, Volio opens his arms for There's something chasing him. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he gets to a fighting stance then. A- Clay Golem starts making its way out of the woods towards you oh, all. God. Oh, not on my fucking watch. And uh, Buller is like, help, help. And he runs behind Volio and staggers behind him. And this Clay Golem comes up to you looming. And it holds up its hands with palms out and stares at you. Are you going to attack us? It shakes its head. Hello, then. It gives you two thumbs up. I'm Rayari. You're going to give me thumbs up after you attack my friend? Um, it- Buru coughs and says, I don't know what that thing is, it just came out of woods at me! <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be killed by a golem! Creepy piece of clay? Crumble! Why shakes you- its head. Okay, hello, hello, hi, I'm Rayari. Um, what are you doing here? Terrorizing my friend? It shakes its head. Can can Colum can Colum speak? I don't think so. Do you ask it out loud? Yeah, Rari's like it, it, they don't like say it really loud, but they are saying that. Uh, it shakes its head. Uh, are you friendly? It nods. Not very good at it, are you? <laughs> its face kind of looks sad. Don't be mean. Can <laughs> it's okay. Clay golems don't have feelings. Can you write? Um, and it points. <laughs> It points up at the um, the tower, and it shakes its head. 
and it pantomimes like with little like running fingers. It points at itself and it pantomimes running away. And then it points to the woods and it shakes its head and pantomimes like it's running fingers hitting a brick wall and it as if it can't move any further. And it pa- Jimmy's stuck in Zavel. Oh, it shakes its head. It sits Wait. down and it Are you like, stuck it here? Puts he- it puts its heads in the hand and it looks up at you and nods. Ariada takes out the pen. Um, <gasps> it shakes its head. It, it shakes its head. No. Okay, never mind. It, How it, point, can we... it points at the the tower, and then it makes a slitting gesture across its neck. Mm-hmm. And Casablanca. That's shakes its head. Right. It'll ki- it'll kill you um, if you leave. It shakes its head. It makes a like a, a kind of a mining gesture. It pantomimes a beard, and then it pantomimes like magic. Kill one. Uh, the dwarves. It nods. And uh, it gestures uh, itself, and it gestures at the woods, and it gestures running. Ran to the woods. Nods, and then uh, Pantomime's running into the wall, and Pantomime's can't run anymore. Then it just sits down on the floor and looks miserable. Are you alone? Like there's a physical wall that you can't pass through? Shakes, just kind of like makes it vague, it's like, eh! It then makes, like, it's wriggles its fingers like it's magic again. And then it taps its heart and points up at the tower again. Okay, so there's... Are you connected to that? Shakes its head, makes the dwarf beard gesture. Connected to the dwarves? Not the, the head. The dwarf is connected to the tower. So you're connected to the dwarves, and you Nods. tried to run away? Nods. And oh, you, you couldn't? Nods. So you're upset? Nods. Is there a. Then it gestures oh, standing up and it gestures. Um, it gestures trying to run into that wall and then it gestures running through that wall and stopping. It gestures looking around wildly. It gestures at the uh, tower and slits its throat again. Like it makes a slitting throat gesture. Do you want to leave? It nods. And Buller coughs and says. Well, you know, if I had to guess, I'm, it, I would say that it looks like a magical accident in this golem's creation gave them a, a main of sentience, and they fled from uh, whatever was in that tower that created them. But unfortunately, they didn't even realize that sh- uh, it was gone. So uh, in debt, it couldn't even leave because it was still bound to them. But now that whatever it is is truly gone, it's been able to leave, and it's very grateful, so it would like to come and help you now. Wow, Buluru, you are very good at science. Listen. Okay. You learn how to entertain yourself in the graveyard. I'm so proud of you when he starts petting him again. God. Well, do you want to join the circus? It pauses and it leaves. What? (laughs) Okay. And you could have just said no. (laughs) It's not for everyone. And it comes back like a few seconds later and it's holding several things under its arms. Oh my god, if they're pigs. pigs? Are they pigs? They're fucking boars. What? The fuck? Where did you and go? And it holds him out in front of it. And it starts to juggle. <gasps> what? Bolio looks so fucking giddy. What? <laughs> the fucking boars, aren't they even reacting that badly to it? They look kind of bored. They're like, okay, here we go again. <laughs> They're used to this. Oh, Bolio starts clapping and cheering. Um, And it puts the dwarves, da- the, the dwarves down. And points at itself and finally actually says something as it points at Tama itself. Ronk, ronk. Rada, rada. That is it not shakes its head. What ronk, it ronk. 
Ronk, Ronk. Ronk? Ronk, Ronk. Ronk. Is that your name? It nods. <gasps> Ronk, Ronk. I love it. And Uhur kind of strokes his chin, says, like, like the sound a boar makes. That's oink, oink. You know, the boars go kind of ronk, ronk, you know. <laughs> ronk, ronk. Uluru, no, they fucking don't. You think this golem's ever spoken to people that said the onomatopoeia of oink, oink? Well, this golem's never spoken to anybody can't speak, can he? It, it makes a face when, it's, when you say e, e. Uh, they? Nods. Oh! Yes, me too. <laughs> it holds up its hand like a high five. This clay golem, I will say, is also a dwarf. It doesn't have a beard. Um, you can say, see, that's actually kind of been molded into its body away because it doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. We love that for um, them. I will also say it's like 14 feet tall. That's insane. <laughs> Volio, Volio jumps up to high five them. Uh, well, Volio, as you high five him, and it turns into a freeze frame. <laughs> okay. You have successfully explored uh, another one of the Aeon Towers. Now Trio 5 the way down. You're doing very well. Only two towers remain now. One near the, uh, the town of Turpin Row, and the other in the town of Willowside, north of the Swordlands. Whatever it is that you guys need to do next, you will need to visit these two towns and relieve the Aeon Tor and uh, save the Aeon Orbs from whatever perils the Zulgata put them into. And while other mysteries exist, such as the true nature of these haunted dreams, or the vicious serial killer who is now moving up the ladder into Zulgat, one thing remains necessary to do. You gotta give Cast and Lee what they came here for. It's true. Put on a show <laughs> like no other. Hell yeah. This week of Dice and Roll would not have been possible without the help of our Patreon supporters. Dimitri, Matthew, Coach McCourse, Daniel McDuff, Black Dragon Gaming, Ava, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Steph, Emmeline, Cone Without Name, Sean C., Skyly Peep, Natasha Lee Lumley, Rhiannon C., Elizabeth, Jenna Mitchell, James R, King Kendrick, Don Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Mel Eeyore, Tesla Ed, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emily Derna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66 Seeker, Leon, Lynx, Dane Valerie the and Sierra. If you want to help us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com slash diceroll and see what you can get for your support. Be gay. Roll dice.
an LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.